Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk. Today we are talking about motivation. Motivation is an inside job, five steps to healthier behavior. So occasional rewards can help you stay on track when you're working hard to make positive behavior changes. If you're trying to lose weight, get fit, reduce stress or anxiety, drink less or manage any type of health condition, you know how much work it takes to change habits, set new goals and commit to healthier behaviors. Ending old rooted habits and committing to healthier ones like eating better, exercising more and sleeping better and drinking less for better health can be challenging to say the least. And sometimes, or often, it's just plain hard to stay motivated. Reaching your goals and feeling a sense of achievement are certainly the ultimate rewards. But as you're striving to get there, the apparent reward of better health may not be enough motivation for you to keep up the good work. Most of us could use some real rewards from time to time, something to provide a lift and keep us going says Katrina Felik, MD Chief Medical Officer of Health Prize Technologies and author of Another Day in the Frontal Lobe. A brain surgeon exposes life on the inside. That's especially true when the work we're doing to stay healthy is difficult and seemingly never ends. One way to keep folks on track is to give yourself an occasional reward, something to mark milestones and celebrate the positive changes you're making, big and small. What do you think, Lucia? Oh, Fleur, you know that motivation is one of my favorite topics. So bang on. And I think, you know, what you just said is absolutely true. It is very hard to stay motivated and stay motivated day after day, time after time. But I think, you know, motivation is the key to unlocking success in everything you do. So finding that sort of magic wand or that magic trick to help you stay on top of your game, it is truly the game changer. I do agree that finding that reward or creating that reward system to make sure, uh, or, you know, to help you engage in activities or to help you kind of see the benefit of what you're doing is also one of the key things um, in order for you to sustain this motivation throughout your journey. A few tips today on different things that you can do. One that definitely helps me and works for me when I'm feeling demotivated or a bit flat or moody, whatever you want to call it. And it might sound a bit silly, but I actually go on Spotify and I've got a playlist that is called Big Me Up. (laughs) And I just go and play it full blast. And I just dance around for about 10, 15 minutes gets me going and I've got cheesy songs like the cheesiest that you would ever imagine but you know I've got the greatest showman things like that or Katie um Katy Perry you're gonna hear me roar that sort of thing that as cheesy as it sounds reminds me or delivers the message to me that I'm capable of doing something and I think that's the bottom line motivation starts with you believing that you're capable of doing something And sometimes we're humans and we lose sight or lose track of that 
capability. So whatever you can do to help you, remind you that you're capable, stick with that. You just reminded, we used to do that in class, actually, put motivational music on at the beginning of lessons to help change the children's thinking and feeling before they started kind of difficult exercises. And Rocky, the Rocky music was one of their favorites. Yep. And I know when I went for a breakup when I was younger, it was I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, always. <laughs> <laughs> or <Yep>. Beyonce. Perfect <laughs> go-to as well, yeah. Keep you going. So yeah, motivational music is a good one. So here are our four tips today. Motivate yourself from inside and out. Health experts use the terms intrinsic, which is internal, and extrinsic, which is external, when describing motivations to act. Intrinsic motivation comes from within yourself and often requires no more reward other than performing the act itself. Extrinsic motivation comes from somewhere outside of the act itself. Think about it in terms of artistic efforts. Your motivation is intrinsic if you find great enjoyment in painting a picture or writing a poem. At the same time, if your poem is going to be published or your painting purchased, there are extrinsic motivations. In the same way, many people find great satisfaction in helping others, like we do, through coaching or volunteer work, participating in different events, or pursuing a career in a field of interest, regardless of the money reward. If you're internally motivated to do something, there is often no need and no particular benefit for an external reward, because that internal reward of personal satisfaction is enough. What do you think, Lucia? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's quite important to make the distinction of what you get from yourself and what you get from others. And this is just uh, me personally, but obviously, if I don't believe or I don't trust in something myself, there is no way I can find that in others, if it makes sense. If I believe I'm able to run 400 metres in under one minute, then... (laughs) I know that I will be able to do it, but there is no point in trying to get people to tell me, yes, you can do it, um, if you can see the difference. And I think that is, again, one of the key things, understanding where the strength is coming from and whether it's coming from you or whether you're seeking that out from external sources. And just make sure that if it's the latter, that has power enough to fuel you and help you get throughout the day, your journey, whatever it is that you're trying to stay motivated for. But I will definitely encourage our listeners to do that check and find out whether you are looking for that motivation within you or outside and what is that providing you. I think that's really important because if you're doing a job, say you're learning to be a doctor because you want to please your parents, it's never going to work when the times get tough, it's really, really hard to keep motivated when it's a really difficult vision and it's not your vision. So I think that's really important to make sure you're on your track. Same as losing weight. If you don't want to, you're trying to lose weight for your husband, this is never going to work. But if you want to get healthy and fitter and look better in your jeans, that is an intrinsic motivation. It's much more honest and real and you will keep going on your track because it means something to you. I'm reading the book of Marie Folios, which we've talked about her in the podcast. Um, everything is figure outable. And I particularly, you know, something but some of her message particularly resonated with me, which is kind of what we're saying here, motivate yourself from inside and out, is like 
Find out why are you doing something and why is that important for you and how is that going to positively impact others. And I think this is another thing that is important to put into perspective when you're looking at this motivation is understanding why it is important for you to do or accomplish something, but also understanding the knock-on effect, the positive effect that that can have on those around you. Because I think it really brings everything into perspective and makes you, you know, be firmer and reassure yourself and know that what you're doing is right for yourself and for others. And I think that gives you that extra energy. Yeah, because a happier person is always going to be a better energy to be around, isn't it? So yeah, follow your path. So number two is find your reward balance. Life, as we know, is a balancing act. However, and most people have both internal, external motivations for their choices and behaviors. And most people need or expect and are motivated by the prospect of some type of reward for, for their hard work. You need to get paid, even if you love your job. We love our job, but we need to get paid for it. <laughs> you need to see results if you're making difficult changes in your lifestyle. In order to lose weight, get fit, drink less, or otherwise improve yourself. When it comes to self-improvement, you already know good physical and mental health is your best reward but you probably also know that it hasn't always been enough to sustain your best efforts to change so what we're saying you kind of need more incentives along the way something to help you stick with it it can be as simple as remembering to praise yourself at the end of the day or any small thing that feels positive and makes you feel good so treating myself to one bar of chocolate at the end of the day if I've eaten healthy all day is one of my favorites but that's probably not good for everybody. So again, it's about getting to know yourself. When it comes to reinforcing new health-related behaviors like drinking less, for instance, drawing on an intrinsic motivation can be difficult. Even though avoiding illness should be reward enough, that's when external rewards can be particularly helpful, especially in the beginning when you're first establishing a new habit. So consider saving the money you would have spent on alcohol and treat yourself at the end of the week to a new top or scarf, etc. So again, finding a balance between the intrinsic and the extrinsic. Yeah, and I think this is something really important because again, like, you know, we are human beings and the human behavior is skewed towards that. We're always seeking that instant reward. That's, you know, that's the case. If you look at social media, you post content and the first thing you do is check for how many likes or shares or comments because you are seeking that reward that reassurance that what you're doing has some sort of meaning so when we're looking at motivation it works in the very same way treat it as your like if you wish and I think like you know we all tend to think oh I'll you know I'll reward myself by eating a treat but this reward can be anything like for example when I am working and I know that I'm at my computer for a number of hours, then my reward is actually taking a break of 10 minutes and going for a walk or, you know, do a couple of stretches around the house or knowing that I'm going to have a very busy day, but then at the end of it, I'm going to be able to spend time with my partner or put my children to bed. And that is my reward. And I look forward to the end of the day and accomplishing and doing everything I need to get done because my reward is waiting for me. So I think you just need to find something that makes you tick. Something, sometimes it would be you know, something bigger, like spending time with your loved ones. 
and sometimes he will be eating that chocolate bar but just find that balance find that what works for you what makes you happy what gets your heart singing in a way and thinking like oh if i get this done or if i achieve this then i'm gonna do x y and z like you know when you're saving up um and then you go like oh when i've got this amount of money i'm gonna go on a lovely trip yeah and i think that's really important is knowing what makes you feel good so there is things that you can look forward to because if you're just push push pushing all the time and it life becomes hard then it's and it's not enjoyable anymore of course you're not going to stay on track so again it's about having that balance which leads us on nicely to number three, practice self-reinforcement. To help make positive self-reward work, work for you, make a list of things, big and small, that will truly find rewarding. Keep that list handy so that every time you accomplish even the smallest thing, every time you meet a short-term goal, you can refer to your list. Rewards can be material things or activities, like we just said. The best reward is one that brings you closer to your goal. Like new workout gear when you're trying to get fit. It's important to reward yourself only when you've earned it and to match the size of the reward with the size of your accomplishment so you don't run out of positive reinforcers and always have something to work towards, something to look forward to, which is what we just said. It's also important not to choose rewards that can sabotage your long-term goals. So, for example, if you're in the process of losing weight, for instance, and you want to reward yourself for practicing portion control all week, it may not be a good idea yet to take yourself out to eat at your favorite restaurant. Leave this to when you've lost your first, however much, maybe 8K kilograms. Instead, choose something non-edible like a theater or a concert ticket. On the other hand, if you're at a point when you can be satisfied with just a small serving of ice cream or chocolate snacks, Lose the idea of forbidden foods and go ahead and give yourself an edible reward from time to time. Like I said earlier, I like to reward myself a little good quality chocolate. And I do that every evening if I've been healthy. <laughs> Forget into the end of the day and it's something that I enjoy. I have it in the quiet when everyone's in bed with a nice hot mint tea. You know, you do have to know yourself. And I know that if I wasn't doing that every day, I would be eating two or three bars of chocolate a day because I do like that feeling of you know having something which is not as healthy as the rest of my food so as you sense that your small accomplishments and changes of behavior start to become permanent new habits you can give yourself when this happens you can give yourself bigger and more trivial rewards buy yourself flowers every two weeks special beauty or grooming products a massage a piece of jewelry take a day off from work for no reason other than to catch up with yourself this feels like a real treat for me if I ever give myself the day off. When your new habits are firmly rooted, you can look forward to bigger rewards. Might be a more expensive piece of clothing that you'd normally buy for yourself, or perhaps a long dream trip abroad. So really think about how am I reinforcing my positive behavior? And I'm, I think you're taking away from that instant gratification then. So when you really work towards something, it just seems a lot more enjoyable than if you're just rewarding yourself for nothing all the time. Yeah, and I think we should also um, throw into the equation words because what we say to ourselves truly matters. So one way in which you can practice this self-reinforcement is by actually voicing out 
wow, you've done an amazing job or fantastic, you've achieved it or well done there, you know, whichever activity that you were doing or going through, but worth it, voice it out, say to yourself, that was amazing. Because even those small things um, would get you going. It will get you into that mindset of like, here we go, I'm making it. Especially if you are, uh, you know, self-employed or working from home where you don't have a boss or your boss is not with you and you don't have that sort of, you know, recognition coming at you frequently, it's even more important that you do this for yourself. So become that voice that you want to hear. That's, um, you know, that's another way of looking at how you can self-motivate yourself. Yeah, I think language is so important, isn't it? Because you will get times of that little voice is going, oh, it's not going to matter if you eat that bar of chocolate. It's not going to matter if you miss that exercise class. And you've got to kind of be your inner coach and swap that voice to, but if I go and do this exercise class, I'll feel better. If I don't eat this big bar of chocolate now and I eat, I don't know, something that I've just ate, a naked cocoa bar, which is kind of a healthier option then you're not sabotaging. So I think that's really important. So this leads us to um, number four, choose positive activities. So you may find after time that you need fewer material rewards and more positive routine activities to distract you from negative feelings and help you stay on your chosen path, suggests Dr. Furlick. And that's good news, guys. Because a positive diversion can be a new hobby, a new way to exercise, a group or club you'd like to join. It could be continuing education or art classes. You now will have time to attend because you're not out socializing and drinking every night. So when you have time, when you change habits, you normally have more time for different, more positive activities. Or smaller diversions can also help you stay on track whenever you're feeling bored, upset, or a little down. We're not saying don't feel your feelings because, of course, as we've said in the past, that's really important. But we can feel our feelings and then we can do positive diversions. So again, keep a list of activities that you can refer to when you think your emotions are about to get the best of you and you need to focus your mind on something else. Some ideas include writing in a journal, calling a friend, taking a walk, like Lucia said and listening to music, or for me, my favorite one is listening to a podcast whilst exercising or tidying up, or, you know, it could be take a trip to the cinema or a gallery. These smaller diversions can help change your perspective and tide you over until the negativity passes, because we're human, like we said earlier, we can't feel positive all the time. When I feel these negative emotions, again, I like to meet with a friend or lay in silence. Sometimes if my mind is overwhelmed, I like to listen to a yoga nidra app, which is yogic sleep. 20 minutes can feel like I've had four hours sleep. What's not to love about that? Because lots of times when we feel negative and we can't stick and be motivated is actually because we're tired because we've done too much and we've treated our body like a computer and not like a human being. We've We've been a human doing. So those choosing positive activities is quite important. Mm. I completely agree with that. And I would also suggest, and again, this is a personal favorite of mine, is actually creating a vision board of all the reasons why you're doing something or 
the end goal of what you want to achieve by doing something. This may not be an activity in itself, but it is a very powerful visual reminder to help you stay on track, to help remind yourself why you're doing what you are doing. And I, you know, I have found this myself, like at times when I was thinking, you know, I couldn't do something or the, the stage I was going through was too overwhelming. All it took to get me back on track or back into my motivation flow, so to speak, was to take a look at that picture of my vision board and remind myself of all the things I was trying to get to and trying to achieve. And then it brought back my why. Sorry, it's a really nice activity to do with your children as well. Because all you do is go through a magazine without even thinking and just cut things out that resonate with you. Exactly. So, you know, the process of making it is something highly motivational. And I would really encourage our listeners to try and do this because what I personally felt when I was doing mine was so amazing. It was, you know, I felt like I was already there. I was already living it. And that is fantastic. It is all the motivation that you need to at least start something. And then, you know, your brain stores that emotion. So whenever you're looking at that picture or, you know, whatever your vision board looks like, it brings it back to you. So it's kind of like, you know, it's two times happy. It's one, the one that you're creating, and that can become a very nourishing activity. And the other one is when you're actually looking back at it because it brings back that joy and you can fully immerse yourself and live in in the magic that you are creating. Yeah, and I think, that, like you said, that visual is really important because that's how our brain works. It works in pictures. So, you know, do spend the time doing these little activities. They are tools and they do make a difference. We've seen them make a difference for many people. So give it a go, folks. So that's our four tips. We'd just like to leave you with a couple of motivational self-help books that will help you keep on track and realize that our fears and procrastinations are normal. So one of the most treasured classics is Steve Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change. This is one of the most inspiring and impactful books written. And also, one of my favorites is You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life with Jen's scenario. So she was a formal skeptic herself, so she delivers the goods minus the new age cheese, as she likes to say, given even the snarkiest of poo-pooers exactly what they need to get out of their ruts and start kicking some ass. <laughs> By the end of You Are a Badass, you understand why you are how you are, how to love what you can't change and how to change what you don't love and how to start living the kind of life you used to be jealous of. It's a really easy read as well. I quite like listening to it in audio because you get to listen to her. So I hope that's been helpful today. Thank you for joining us. Please share with anyone you think will find this podcast useful. We really appreciate it as we can keep giving this free content. If you're not subscribed, do subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. All of those reviews help and it also will alert you of the next episode. So keep on track, guys. Keep motivating yourself and you will get there. Forward is forward. It doesn't matter how quickly you get there. Send you lots of positive energy, love and happiness. Have a great week and bye for now.